It's almost the holidays, which means family traditions like eating a ton of spring rolls and watching the entire Lord of the Rings Extended Edition in one go. And this year, it means it's also time to update your COVID vaccine. Updated vaccines now protect against the original COVID virus and Omicron. They're here just in time to make those family gatherings safer and extra special. Schedule your free updated vaccine today. Find updated COVID vaccines for everyone five and over at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. (laughs) That's the most beautiful stories, I feel. It's like, what could have been? Those are like the... Totally. They're they're so pregnant with meaning and fake scenarios. Yeah. You know, what could have happened? We're welcome to the Asia Not Asian podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends. I'm your favoritest Asian friend, Mike Nguyen, and I'm joined with my guest co-host today. I'm Jenny Arimoto. Jenny Arimoto. <laughs> uh, no, I'm Ben X Kim, first longtime listener, first time guest co-host, comedian, DJ. Were you ever were you ever a break dancer? I was not. Don't lie. No, I, you, I know really? South Korea has a huge reputation for breakdancing, but I tried, I was terrible, so I decided to go behind the booth and make people breakdance. Very Asian move of us yes. to do that. Yes, still one of the fifth elements, but you know. One of the five elements, baby. Yeah. You are so old school for knowing what those five <laughs> fucking elements are. What are they? Okay, it's uh, b-boying, uh, DJing, graffiti, emceeing. Uh, oh, the one that people don't know, real estate. Oh no! Did you know about real estate as the fifth element of hip hop? Damn, that would be kind of tight. That would be tight. <laughs> That'd be very uh, forward thinking for sure. That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, real quick. Uh, just a quick reminder that Hack City, our stand-up comedy show, is happening November seventeenth. That's a Thursday at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Tickets available in the episode description. Please come, come check it out. I'll be there. Uh, I think Jenny will be there. Uh, I'm pretty sure she will be. So that's November seventeenth. Come hang out with us, or the the one that's following um, is December 9th, um, and that'll be a Friday. And it's a great time. We hang out, we tell uh, lewd jokes, and it's it's great. Um, we're going to start the podcast by giving a shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Uh, Patreon is the best way to support the podcast. Go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. Um, you get all sorts of little things. We do little hangouts. And one of the things we do is guess your ethnicity based on your name. So we got, uh, we got a couple. I'm going to do one today. This is, you ready? Yeah. We're going to guess ethnicity. Steven Warner. Hmm. Uh, why do you save your hardest battles for me, Jesus? This is, <laughs> this one. This is this is a curveball, my sent my friend. Okay, yeah. this is a curveball. This person, this feels like a fake white name. Does that make sense? This feels like, like uh, my Wu- name. Instead of a Wu Tang name generator, someone to the white person <laughs> name generator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, give me something. That's yeah, really... give me something real Wisconsin-y. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with the Stephen it's, Warner. It's pretty oh. corn fed for sure. Yeah. So this dude, I'm thinking, is wild Asian. Okay. Oh. This person, this person is like, uh, fucking. Uh, uh, PhD Caltech, <laughs> uh, uh, fucking Chinese dude. Okay, but he he's like he's smart. He's like I'm gonna throw him off. I'm gonna hit you with the Stephen Warner. You think that I'm, you know, a uh, guy who runs a uh, tractors and more? 
Is that what it's called? Tractor Supply Company <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> Stephen Warner anymore. would definitely run a tra- tractor supply company uh-huh. in 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 um, in in, <clears throat> in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. But he's actually, you know, fucking born and bred Hong Kongese dude. Wow. That's what I'm thinking. Born bred Hong Kongese guy. Nice try, Stephen Warner. That's nice try. That's amazing. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I was going to say maybe it is one of, uh, our white listeners who... We do have some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who is either, you know, married to someone Asian or mm-hmm. is, uh, just, uh, I want to say just an enthusiast of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Asian an people, Asian, Asian enthusiast. Culture. Yeah, yeah, because I, you probably have that's some. That's a good way to put it. You know, uh, connoisseur. Well, no, that made connoisseur. Little, maybe that's not not as, as nice. But uh, I think I, I like that. I think I think it would be funny if you were a white person and if you were into Asian culture and you just you instead of saying fetishist, enthusiast. You just say I dabble. Um, I dabble. I'm I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, big fan, big big fan. fan. I follow all the major players because you know maybe <laughs> comedy was their like gateway into this pod. And, uh, that's fair you know they're like I guess I'll just learn about this other Asian stuff too. okay alright well Stephen <laughs> Warner thank you very much for spending your free time at over at the Tractor Supply Company where mm-hmm. you're where you're general manager uh, and um, you know enriching yourself with some <laughs> Asian enthusiasm oh yeah we definitely got that here um, we are gonna start the show like we usually do which is uh, asking each other what kind of Asian uh, were you this week you wanna start this time Ben yeah Go for it, playa. Uh, this week, I was a proactive Asian. Oh. In the sense that I reached out and corresponded with people to find information I needed instead of just kind of waiting around and letting them inform me. Mm. Unfortunately, one of them was to you, Mike, where I was like, uh, <laughs> hey, haha. Ha, uh, so those pictures from uh, our Halloween show for oh Asian Not Asian, like, wonder when those are coming out. And I'm in. I was trying to be nice and like detached, but in, in reality, I was like, I need those pictures. <laughs> I need to see those pictures. And and why did you need to see those pictures? Because I dressed up for uh, the Asian Not Asian uh, live podcast yep. show as as one of the most Asian things possible. I was yeah even more Asian than Stephen Warner is and. Here's the thing. I couldn't believe so many Asians who were in attendance did not know my costume. Yeah. But I was basically the sunfly of sunfly karaoke. Like when you go to a private karaoke, there's like lots of companies who do the songs. One of them is called Sunfly and their mascot is this fly who has a microphone who is singing his heart out yes. at the title screen. And He's I, blue. He's, he's blue. got a microphone and sneakers on. And... I was in this very tight blue bodysuit with gloves on, so I couldn't operate my phone. I couldn't <laughs> take pictures of myself if I wanted to. And in fact, I had a DJ with an external mouse because <laughs> the trackpad did not, you know, re- my fingers wouldn't register. Can I say nothing makes DJing less cool than using an it, external mouse it was, to like right click on your foot it's song? <laughs> essentially my work mouse. It was really, really nerdy. Just like, yo, yo, DJ Logitech. <laughs> it, it actually is a Logitech MX3. <laughs> yes, for Logitech makes the best, yo. MX3 We should is get the them on the mouse. podcast. Logitech, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, the photos that were taken were by a photographer and they're the only real record of me being in this costume so yep. i need this for my anemic social media presence and uh thankfully mike got them to me the same day yo hooked it up 
Um, but I also had to contact uh, my tennis league. <laughs> I'm also part of a tennis league, <laughs> and figure out who else was to play in the semifinals, which are actually taking place today. Flex. Because, because the way it works is that like you're supposed to play each round by a certain date so that the whole thing can progress. And as of the last uh, due date for like a round, yeah, the people had not played, so I didn't know which of them I was supposed to play and then get in contact with to, so we could set up our match. And so I had to reach out and be like, hey, uh, who am I supposed to be playing, blah, blah. And I was just like trying to be nice. And he basically put me on this like group email chain with all of them. And that was cool. Not necessary. I didn't need to talk to them. But right, I, was right, like, right. I was like, look at me. I'm reaching out and like finding information. And uh, that was, you know, sometimes it's painful to like feel like I'm bugging people and yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. that's part of my job too sometimes of just like bugging people to get things and then rebugging them and just kind of like hey just to follow up uh just circling back blah 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 circling back it's baby so painful but uh sometimes it works and you know you just got to be find a way to do it without making yourself sound overly persistent and psychotic no, I think you got to do it. I think you got to do it. You didn't yeah. come across that way when, I mean, honestly, I just forgot that I got the photos. <laughs> you need to do it because I get so many like random requests exactly. all throughout the day. Like, oh, I need to do this. Or I need to like book this thing. I it's need. almost better that people just are reminded. Just remind me. Yeah. Just remind me. I always forget. I like to circle back. I call it droning. Droning? Like a drone, you know, drones circle drone around. Yeah, exactly. Or uh -huh. maybe AC-130, you know, you don't know. Okay. So it's... um. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's uh, that's sweet. You should check out uh, um, Ben's Instagram for his uh, iconic costume. Um, it did throw a lot of people off. I think when I think of the Sunfly Sunfly, I thought he was a monkey. A monkey with sunglasses. I can see that because right? the way he is drawn. The way he's drawn. It's almost like a sock monkey mouth. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. mouth is like a like a kind of like a little like chimp like yes. puppet. But and he has like antennae. He does have antenna. So I thought that it was a monkey dressed like a bit like a butterfly. Oh wow, you were like on another <laughs> layers. Level. Okay, whenever I'm well, okay, hold on here. Well, hold on. When you go to karaoke, yeah, I let's just say am not sober. Okay. Far yeah. from it. Crazy totally shit's fair. happening. Totally I just fair. sang a whole bunch of Britney Spears and this monkey butterfly shows up. And that's what registers in my my mind. I'm I'm drinking Coronas. <laughs> you go right past Occam's Razor where like sunfly, no. that could not be a fly. Yeah. It has to be something else. It's gotta be something else. This is crazy. And then wow. oh, who's got the songbook? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, who's got the English songbook? Who's got the English songbook? <laughs> by artist. <laughs> not by title. By artist. Yeah, fuck my title. Oh my god. The fucking book. What this who's a fucking psycho who's go looking by title? Songs Nerds. are never the titles that they have. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a song book by not the title, but like the phrase that you remember most yes 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 it's kind of like because that's um, not always a title either you know how like the state capital is never the cap the, right. the city it's not that chicago you, right exactly like like Illinois. las vegas is not the capital of nevada it's fucking fucking i don't even know what it is is it reno uh, what's the capital of las vegas see that's what i'm fucking saying no capital of las vegas the capital of nevada the capital of nevada <laughs> it, is I it don't, reno i don't think it or is, is it carson reno. carson city Fuck, see, that's what I'm talking about. And so, like, th then, like, uh, yeah. a song you're trying to find on when you're playing, when you're doing karaoke mm -hmm. is never, like, the hook. It's, like... Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba is, should be, I get knocked down. I get knocked down. <laughs> but instead, it's something completely different. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, that's great. I think that's wonderful. I, I'm... My story of the week 
uh, my my what kind of Asian was is also Asian, not Asian. Oh wait, I should ask you. Oh, hey, yeah. Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was. Uh, I want to say I'm gonna say it, but it doesn't mean what you think it means. Oh no. Okay, I was a cuck Asian. Not, but but hold on, but listen. <laughs> It's because I was doing Asian Not Asian Live and we were having a great time. It was a great show. If you guys came, if you, for those of you guys came, that's great. If you, For those of you um, who want to come, we're going to have one soon. Um, will you be sharing the photos from the show? On the, yes, uh, we'll be sharing those photos. Yeah. And, the, and it was a lot of, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> except at the end. So one of the bits I, I do on the show for this Asian, Asian Not Asian Live show which is not stand-up it's different from hack city it's like us doing kind of quote-unquote the podcast mm-hmm. but you know it's like a live show so um we had young me meyer there and we had uh, alice chen and they were super funny and one of the bits i do is i cook rice during the show oh yes. and that's like how i quote-unquote time the show there's a live li- rice cooker on stage there's a live rice co- there's a it's a zojirushi, a zojirushi right? and it's, it's plugged in that's one and yeah. it's plugged in, and there's rice in it. I I really cook rice. I'm mean, this is not no. I it's really cook rice. Yeah. So I I hit, I hit sixty minutes on there, like the you know the white cooking rice mode. Yep. And it's playing it, and it it ended right when I needed it to. Mm-hmm. Right. We're about to end the show. Timing was impeccable. Timing sixty minutes. Boom. Do 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 do. Whatever song, which is probably named Tumbawamba also. Probably. Whatever. <laughs> then so it. I open it up um, and like I do a bit, I was going to do a bit or I was doing a bit out of it where it's like, okay, I'm going to give rice to the people in the show and here's, here's, you know, why you, why you get rice. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. First of all, joke didn't work, which is fine. I was willing to, I was willing for the joke to work, not work, but I got roasted like crazy mm-hmm. by Jenny, Alice and young me because the rice was too wet. Yeah. The rice was too wet and, and they were, my God. I was getting cucked by my rice, dog. Okay, all of these people were yelling at me. I didn't know that I had uh, <laughs> that this was this was going to be such a crazy triggering event for me. Young me made a point to yeah show how wet it was. She showed how, how wet like, it was. Reflective, I guess. It yeah, was. it was like so shiny. Yeah. In my defense, a okay, this uh, the rice cooker had just finished. In my opinion, that's true. When the rice is just finished, you can't take it out. You right can't away. take it out right you have away. To let it cook a little more. Yeah, you have to let it like sit in there for a little bit. It kind of right. like does I'm with thing. you on that. Okay, and we just open it up. Mm-hmm. Usually, I like to like let it chill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and second, this is my other thing, is I feel like I'm like trying to defend myself from you know when you're with a girl and you can't make it happen and you're like this never happens to me mm-hmm. this was like that with mm-hmm. rice with wet rice this, yeah. this never happens to me i always make my rice perfect but the other thing was i only made a little bit of rice because i wanted to to be used i wanted to make sure it was used so i only put a cup in there and when there's only a little bit of rice in there the you can see the bottom and it's hard to do the, the finger ratio test. is all off the finger test you know yeah. what i'm saying because yeah, like yeah. the rice isn't like making a nice even surface mm-hmm where mm-hmm. you can like put your finger in there. It's like there's some of it that's real thin, there's some of it that's real thick. It's hard to gauge how much rice water I'm supposed to put in there. But in either case, I, I apologize. These are the excuses. These are excuses. I shouldn't have done it. My bad. I wanted to publicly <laughs> apologize for making wet rice. Uh, I still ate it. Yeah. I put a lot of furikake on it, but I- Oh, you I, ate it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, for sure. I was afraid that people would eat it. Okay, so um, if you're loving our stories, please give us a- uh, uh, a shout out by uh, by leaving a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you're if you're listening to it right now, uh, hit five stars. Leave us a review. Tell us um, how do you like your 
rice. Some people like it wet. Some people <laughs> like it crunchy. Okay, leave us to let us know. If you're on Spotify, hit follow. If you're on YouTube, tell us how you like your rice. Um, if you like it just wet as hell, that's what I do. Swampy, um, swampy, swampy rice. <laughs> swamp rice. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, and if you're if you're listening on your phone, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag us on Asian on Asian Pod. Um, but yeah, those reviews those reviews matter, and it's really important. You know who never makes their rice wrong? Who's that? Our guest. Oh. Okay. Our guest uh, today, singer, songwriter, producer. Uh, her music has been featured um, on all sorts of stuff, on iHeartRadio, on all these different uh, Spotify playlists. Her um, debut, debut EP, Little Secret, was featured on lots of Spotify playlists. Earned millions of streams. She's gotten, uh, I think it, it's out already, I'm going to ask. And I don't know how to say this EP. Yeah, we got to ask about that. We got to sure. ask. I'm going to say it right now, and then yeah, yeah. this person will correct me. Video call semicolon. <laughs> no, AM. It's, it's a colon. Colon. Colon AM. Uh, but and was also in Ronnie Chang. Uh, Ronnie Chang takes Ch- Chinatown with yours truly. That's how we met. Give it up right now for, hold on here. You don't go by your 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 your, your stage name. We can go. We can go by my stage you, name. Are you sure? Yeah. We can go by. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll introduce you by your stage name. Yes. Give it. Give it up right now for Emia, everybody. Emia. Uh, Yay! Yay! Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I um. How do you say your EP? No, name? you got it. It's just. It's just video call AM. Oh. Video call AM. AM. Yeah. Like AM FM. Okay. AM PM. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it could be either. Any. Is that what the AM stands for for that, or is it from like morning? Um, AM PM. It's for it's for morning for okay. sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, where did that name like come from? What does that mean? Does it mean something? No, no, no. The video call oh. AM. Yeah. yeah, it's um. So the EP is a project that I did with my friend Charlie, um, who I've been working with for like five years, but we have never met until mm. like this February. Um, and he lived in Singapore and then Paris now. And the way that we would make music is just like sending files back and forth. Yeah, that's cool. We've just fostered this friendship from like FaceTime calls. And so whenever it's the AM for me, it's the PM for him. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. So just kind of like a, a little reference to how, how that works. Yeah, how we became friends and worked together. That's nice. very much like yeah. Postal Service. You know that group, Postal Service? Yes, yes. Apparently, that's what they used to do. Do you know what Postal Services are? Yes. Okay. I've I've heard of such that'll a thing. Be a, that's, that'll be a recurring <laughs> theme Big mail? Here. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big mail, yeah. Um, you know, w- welcome to the show. Thank you for, for doing this. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm glad we got to reconnect after doing um, the Ronnie Chang Takes Chinatown thing. Uh, we like to start off with our guests. Um, give you a minute to just introduce yourself however you want. Talk talk to talk to our our audience. Um, you got to use the whole minute, which is trickier than you think. Okay. And go. All right. Um, well, I'm Emia, and my real name is Anne, and I'm a singer, songwriter, and producer, and I live in Greenpoint right now, and I grew up kind of a little bit of everywhere. I was born in California in LA and then my family moved to a little suburb in central Florida and I was there until I was 12 and then we moved to Madison, Wisconsin and then I was there until I was 18. Wow. And then I went to college and I studied music in Miami. So I was Mm. back in Florida but Miami is not like Valrico, Florida. So completely different. (laughs) And while I was in Miami, my parents moved to Pennsylvania. 
And um, after I graduated school, I went straight to New York because New York has an amazing PR team. And I like was convinced by every single rom-com I've ever watched. Yes. Yeah. I have to live here. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, so much stuff. But I write happy and sad love songs for me and other people. And that's how I spend my days. Boom. Welcome to the show. Um, how is your, how's the rom-com like real life versus the fantasy of New York? It is like 10 times as good and bad. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How so? Um, I just think that, I don't know. It's like, because I watch those movies religiously, that's kind of like the template and how I view my life. Mm -hmm. What movies are we talking about? Yeah. Which about? one are we talking about? Um, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Classics. Um, You've got mail. Oh, you've got mail. Um, uh, let's see, confessions of a teenage drama queen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I consider oh, yeah, enchanted yeah, yeah. a rom com. Enchanted, yeah. <laughs> um, there's so there's so many, and I can't. Oh, splash. <laughs> oh, splash. <laughs> We're going back. Whoa, now. that's yeah. way old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Old Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. Old Tom Hanks. Uh -huh. Um. Like how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so many. So, so I think yeah. like the reference for my life is like, oh, this is how this is how like fast paced everything yeah, is. I'm a like, mermaid. Every stressful moment yeah. is like there's a soundtrack. Yeah. So and I honestly I do feel like my romantic encounters in my life feels like that mm -hmm. now. Mm. But they also don't they didn't those movies like couldn't predict like social media yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the crippling anxiety phone, and yeah. the nuances of modern dating. So I feel Absolutely. the the closest in some ways, um, like you've got mail kind of was uh, hinting at like the dystopian future of like catfishing <laughs> and like guys being real weird online, you know, like Tom Hanks, like, you know, just like, knowing all these things about the other person you know that's like kind of like closest i got i feel to like <laughs> what the, the the dystopian nightmare which is like online dating or now. it's just doing your research yeah before like you go on a date so if you know their name you can be like okay that's I know true. Their name i oh, know totally. what they're like doing like what company they work for maybe and you can just find out stuff and it's just due diligence yeah right? so true yeah no yeah yeah i feel too that Right now, uh, it's like fall, and fall is like peak rom-com season. Like the yes. the sun, the the the, the 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 leaves are changing. You're walking your golden retriever through Central Park, and you're wearing a lot of suede. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is mm, it. You suede. know, love suede. I'm wearing suede right now. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got, you know, you got to wear a lot of suede through all your Tinder dates. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I think. You shouldn't listen to me at all. Okay, <laughs> I haven't dated in like twenty years. Okay, so um, you're Viet too. You're Viet. I am. How like, what? Uh, how Viet? <laughs> how Viet? Are, yeah, how Viet are you? Well, because like you're like you, Florida. I'm not known a lot of Vietnamese people in Florida. Some in Pennsylvania. Um, you know. Uh, oh, really? I man, feel like Florida. a lot of them live in Orlando. Really? Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's a little. There's a little community for sure. I, you know what though? Now that you now that you mention it, Orlando does give me Vietnamese vibes. It does. You know what I'm saying? It's like safe-ish and like the climate is kind yeah. of similar. It's familiar. It's <laughs> yeah. swampy. Swampy. Yeah. yeah. We love swampy shit. Yeah. I don't know why. We. Do you think that we would like want to change it up and like live in Aspen or something? 
Well, no. not my parents. Definitely no. not. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's um that's amazing. I wanted to ask also how you got your. I had a theory for your um artist name, Emia. I want to hear the theory. It, I thought it was from M. Yes. Do a lot of people think that? Yeah, no. Really? No. Yeah, I thought it was from M, which I was trying to explain to Ben. It's it's a. It's like the she/her. Yeah. Pronoun. Yeah. yeah, and it's um. But it's also like. It's not just. But you can you you can use it for. A boy, a little boy. True, yes. You know, it's, uh, it's like affectionate, affectionate yeah. very casual term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would call your sweetie that. You yes. know what I'm saying? You, you know, like uh, you might call, you know, you call your, your young children that yes. or something like that. Um, is that where it's from? Yes. Really? It is wow. from. But you have the hat on there too. So that's what threw me off. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, I shouldn't. There's some days I'm like, ah, that hat just throws people off because that that accent doesn't there's matter. A, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do yeah, they yeah. try to mispronounce it because they're like, oh, there's an accent. Yeah, like, yeah, I need like, to, like the people who actually know what Amy the accent up. is, it's like, oh, it's Amy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's from that. But I didn't come up with that. I was oh. just copying Michelle Fawn, who like, 10, 15 years, um, not 15, like 10 years ago, created a makeup brand and she called it M and oh. she explained it. And in my head, when I was like 10, I'm like, I'm going to steal that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't know how, how, but that's, that's cool. Mm. It's like a reference, like to Vietnamese, mm. but like, but still like easy to pronounce. So yes, it's from M, but it's from me copying Michelle Fawn. Using M yo, for her makeup brand. Yo, bootleg. Yeah. Through line. Yeah. There's a through line yeah. there. Yeah. There's a lot of real cute shit in Vietnamese, the Vietnamese language. Like yeah. That. Like uh, like we were talking about before we started recording. There's the um, Vietnamese restaurant in um, Greenpoint, mm-hmm. Dandi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which um, I would translate it to "Let's eat." Yep. Right. Yep. Like mm. we, let's go eat. Yeah, let's go eat. D means go. Or okay. let's go, right? Like, you know, the literal translation is go, eat, go. Right. Yeah. Right. But like you would say it to your friend, you know, yeah. like, let's go eat. Um, so there, there's like a lot of cute stuff in there that yeah. like Vietnamese language, it's very like, uh, I don't know, I, I sometimes get upset because people are like, oh, Vietnamese is like a very harsh sounding language. Uh, uh, people. Really? I think because it's like monosyllabic. So it's like, no, 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 right? Interesting. But it's a very beautiful, soft, cuddly language yeah, if you it's... really learn it. You know, there's a lot of like su- sweetness to it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, which I think is sweet. That's interesting. I've always um, heard that, at least whenever I'd be speaking with like my mom and would be around people who didn't speak Vietnamese, they'd be like, oh, it's like, it sounds like you're singing. Like, it yeah. sounds mm-hmm. I like think it's, it's very... a very songbirdy language. Yeah, it is so very like, songbirdy it's, language. It's harsh that's what i think i that's yeah. what i agree I, I, uh, have you ever listened to um if you if you never have you should listen to like a vietnamese poet when they talk oh it's the best oh yeah it's like <laughs> so they go ham yo <laughs> yeah yo we should be winning all of the <laughs> the spoken word <laughs> contest the slams. No, i'm like they i yeah they're they're flowery they're yeah. flowery as <laughs> fuck yeah. that's a that's a that's a really good uh compliment to somebody i feel like a new kind of compliment yo Ben's flowery as hell. I wanted to talk to you about like, because I think, you know, with your music um, and y- y- you're, you're a singer and songwriter, right? Um, some of your, I was, I was look, going through your, um, y- your music and, and I think in your latest one, there's like no capitalizations, <laughs> which threw me off. 
And I was like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you wanted to just kind of like talk about your the philosophy of you have with your music because there is kind of like a sweetness to it. Not to say it's like sweet or anything like that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, the the surface level answer to the no caps is I, I think it's just like a, a cool kid thing to do. Yo, so cool. Mm-hmm. You know? So flowery. I think it just, I think it kind of makes it f- makes the song feel more approachable mm. um and this was like a decision that me and charlie made where it's just like it's like it's low-key it's mm. like a yeah um a text that you sent and you didn't think about it yeah it should be it's not it's not like a song like i don't want it to feel super formal mm-hmm. and proper yeah, yeah because that's not that's not who i am and that's not the kind of music that i make i see um everything is like Real from my life, pretty off the cuff, the most me I could be. Yeah. So, no caps. Yeah. A lot unless, of text- unless I want it to be like very, right. like precise, like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Then but all caps. A yep. lot of text between friends are not in caps, right? It's just yeah. like very, you know, there's no Y O U. It's just you. Yeah. What are you? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you want that kind of level of casual. Uh, familiarity yes okay. yes that is that is um an interesting thing i've, I've noticed with and if it's okay if i can talk to you as a representative of gen z yeah um that <laughs> you're, you're representing all of them right yeah now. all of them right now is is i feel like there's a a, a resistance to kind of like formality as far as like like you were saying you know this isn't this isn't a song song this is kind of like a i don't even know how you would call it because it is a song yeah. but it's but you're also kind of like saying it's like you don't want to constrain it in that way necessarily or or say that it's like finished in that way yeah yeah i'd agree and i feel like i'm not um i mean i love capitalization and punctuation <laughs> yeah i'm not trying <laughs> to come wanna, at, i'm not coming say, at you for your and grammar I and I, I don't speak for all of gen z but <laughs> i would say they they would agree with me mm-hmm. um <laughs> i just i think it's more like when i do it's mm. it's a statement so yeah like, at this point like this is this is just this is just a conversation. Like yeah. those songs, at least for that project, like we're just we're just talking. Yeah. It's like it's eleven PM, we're sharing a couple glasses of wine or something. I want it to feel that way. Mm. But there will be a day where I'm like, all right, like three, four course meal, mm. white tablecloth, taper candles, and yes. I really want to have a serious conversation. Right. We're using M dashes now. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Then then all I don't bring out the period, <laughs> the proper everything, the parentheses, the parentheses. Yeah, yeah. That's like mm-hmm. the that's like the fine china of. Yeah, I'll of bring language. out the fine china. Yo. <laughs> in my titles. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, using a semicolon, man. This this was my grandfather's semicolon. Yeah. It's heirloom. That's a beautiful vintage. It's, it's vintage, yo. They don't even use this anymore. <laughs> Well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I and know. You know, I know. If you know, this, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm, uh, out, I'm out there. Yes. I'm out there You're pa- out there. I'm out there pounding. And a lot of people are like, for me, why are you so good at pounding? And by a lot why? of people, yeah. I always ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe you. By, by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. <laughs> Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely and Helix knows that. (laughs) 
So they have a different. Uh, they have several different mo- mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slice sleepers. Because hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com/asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep/pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off and when you're doing your threesomes, mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. Using the internet without ExpressVPN... That would be like leaving your keys in the car while you run into the store to grab a snack. Yeah, most of the time you're probably fine, but what if you came back to see someone else driving off with your car? You'd probably be pretty mad. Why do you need ExpressVPN? Because every time you connect to an unencrypted network at a hotel, at a bar, or at an airport, someone can steal your data. It's easy to do and hackers make tons of money doing it. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. It's super secure and works on all your devices. Just fire up the app and click one button and you're all set. What I like about ExpressVPN is it's so easy to use. I have it on my laptop and it just runs in the background. I don't want people snooping and stealing all my info. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com Asian. That's E-X. P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Asian and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn dot com slash Asian. Yeah, one of your song names Anna, is is called Fake Scenario. Mm-hmm. And I felt I was getting a little bit of like a peak. You know, we've been talking about like rom-coms. Yeah. And with your music, I feel like I'm getting a peek into like a young person's rom-com life <laughs> now you know i want to put a pin in the rom-com thing because i want to go back to talk about that but what is a fake scenario oh my gosh you guys yeah oh man oh oh should i take my jacket off yes absolutely get comfortable <laughs> get, get i guarantee informal, that you guys casual. have had fakes it's like you know have you ever like lied in bed and before going to sleep you're just like imagining things that aren't happening it's like not you're not dreaming but like i was just talking to um two of my best friends last night and we were talking about these like elaborate stories that we've created in our heads that we just like kind of daydream about throughout the day that like feel so close to us but they're not real Mm. so one of my friends was like he always is fantasizing about like being a spy oh fuck yeah <laughs> hell yes like just like you know he's like doing his job and he's in his head like i'm doing myself like i'm a spy working at a coffee shop and they need me and then like someone tries to like kill me at the coffee shop but then they don't know that i have superpowers and then i i do my like telekinetic powers and everyone's like oh my gosh holy like, shit he's got powers and then i and then I run away and people just talk about me forever. And wow. we're both like, I totally understand Whoa. that. So that's like broadly like what a fake scenario is. It's just like the, it's just, it's your imagination. It's like mm-hmm. being like attached to this plot that's not real, mm. but it kind of is because it's like, it's created from your like deepest desires and fears and hopes and dreams. 
and it's all it has it's happening while you're awake it's happening yeah. while you're like doing errands or doing your job and um and it can like fuel like your real life decisions totally and how you interact with people so it's like harmless sort of but it can like consume your life oh my gosh. and bring you to certain situations. Yeah. So that's that's sort of fixed scenarios. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I tell you that um I have for I have a lot of those. And I used to daydream like all the time where yeah. like for I where I, I think this is why I'm not like as into video games as other people are, because in my mind I've made like much bigger worlds. Oh wow. Yes. So I have a very complex uh internal storyline of my life where I'm kind of like the ruler of an empire <laughs> yeah, and 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 actually for a while um there was something that happened in the storyline in my mind where I had a hard time not differentiating between real life and not but I was like oh it's getting complicated now where like who's in control of the other you know it's like so I had to kind of like put a stop to it wow. but I've had I have a I have these these I have all sorts of fake near scenarios like that where I'm like a detective yeah you know or i'm like uh whatever tugboat <laughs> captain or whatever so I, I i definitely hear that and i think sometimes those fake scenarios are what make life worth living because it's just like the you know what could be mm-hmm. you yes. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. versus Absolutely. what is you know i mean and fuck my life is fucking sweet but like <laughs> You know, not as sweet as the detective. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But, you know, you're probably making decisions that's, like, closing in on the gaps. Yeah. Detective you and, like, you, you. And I feel like whatever, like, plot line you make for detective you is is mm. motivated from things that happen in your life. So no. it's, like, everything, like, everything is, like, working together. Shit. And I, I truly believe in that. And, yeah, and then if you're crazy insane enough like you become like an artist or something believe that Damn. people should pay you for your your fake scenarios Yo, of course yeah. <laughs> man you got any fake scenario what's your what's a good fake scenario Ooh, for yeah you? what's one of yours i mean i think i do more uh fake backstories for people when okay. i see them like especially in like in a subway type thing where i'm looking around and like some people just have such a distinctive look or Ooh, they're yeah. like that's kind of like yeah agitated and i'm kind of like okay i wonder what brought them to this point you know and so like i'll imagine like you know what kinds of things they've been doing if they have a backpack on like okay this person is a tourist from europe you know and like i can kind of like imagine where they're from and what kind of things they've been doing and uh what's been exciting for them which obviously for us in new yorkers we've just be like whatever that's just a dumb pizza place that nobody likes but for them it was like the thing that they wanted to go to forever yeah. they yeah. read about on TripAdvisor they promise to their dead grandmother <laughs> oh yes yeah, totally that's, who, who yeah. ate there and thought it was the best pizza they'd ever had yeah. yeah exactly so that's definitely something I do a lot where I'm just like oh I wonder what, what that person's story is that's yeah. what I loved about New York for a long time was you know you walk around and like there's so many buildings and so many buildings with doors and in those doors are people Mm -hmm. and every single one is a story and i was like this is like so crazy where you feel like in new york every single and and like one floor of like let's say there's 12 doors will be the most different stories you've ever seen Mm -hmm. absolutely you know what i'm saying whereas i feel like in other places you know you go to orlando (laughs) or whatever (laughs) it's like it's not the same story of course there's rich stories all over the place but like there's a little more similar a little bit more similarity you know everybody kind of came here for this thing and they work in this thing you know whatever whatever but in new york there's like endless stories and each all you got to do is kind of like 
<laughs> trespass a little bit and like stick your head in it and you totally. can see what what's happening or sometimes people will be they'll look like they're in pain or you can hear them talking on the phone and it's like the, just yeah a crazy conversation whoa just imagining the other side yeah and you know it can be someone who's like being a douche and like you're like okay this person has money or this person is like having a fight with somebody oh yeah it's it's very very fascinating what's a good fake scenario for you i think one of my favorites is i I've always imagined myself like in this like fantasy world where I train to be oh, yes. like a bodyguard. Like, oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm part of like the royal like guard. Oh, shit. And I'm like protecting the princess. Oh. But then the princess like dies or disappears and then I have to be Whoa. the princess. Yes. <laughs> so it's a replacement, not you have to find the princess. You're no, just like, well, no, you have to I'm, become... I'm just like the stand-in while we like find the real girl who's been like kidnapped or That's something. That's tight. But I gotta like, you know, put on like an axe, but like I like am also like a badass and I can fight. <laughs> So that's my fake scenario. Which interesting. which uh, time period are we talking? Are we talking about like Ming Dynasty type shit? Are yeah. we talking about like uh, you know like alternate world sci-fi shit? Or like what's the what's Current. the what's the background here? Yeah. I think for that particular plot, probably like yeah, kind of like a Ming Dynasty yeah. kind of thing, where the but... princess is always like carried around in a box. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> but I mean, I love like futuristic sci-fi things. Mm -hmm. I was just telling someone that my favorite genre of movie is it's sci-fi, but there has to be, has to be a really compelling love story mm -hmm. that like propels everything. So to me, like the Matrix is that. Yeah. So I'm like, that is what makes a great movie. Yeah. Sci-fi with romance. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. good. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, and also you missed it. I was dressed as Morpheus last week. So like, Were you? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's perfect. It's it's actually kind of freaky. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually it's freaky how many people are like, yo, Mike, you got a really Lawrence Fishburne vibe. And I'm like, Thank you. I mean That's a you good know vibe to this Yeah, to. no, he's yeah. a great actor and you yeah. know, he's not bad looking in the Matrix, I guess, but like, you know. <laughs> anyway, so um yeah, with rom coms, I feel like it's interesting to me because um, I would think that those rom-coms would be, you know, they don't age well or mm -hmm. like they are outdated in some way. I mean, shit, even, you know, when I watch them, I'm like, I know this is, a, this isn't, you know, there's like a lot of things wrong with these things. Like, you know, obviously with um, You've Got Mail, there's all sorts of weirdness with like the, how that story is. But yeah, it is a lot about the vibe as well, like the, the, the time and place it takes place in, mm -hmm. Yes, you know? And I wonder is like, what's the, you know, current version? If you had to write a rom-com, I guess set it in New York, like how would you kind of set that up? You know, is it, is it against the backdrop of climate change? Is it against the, <laughs> What's you know? the meet cute? Yeah. What's the, what's how the, what's the, the cute way that the rom-com Gen Z world. kids like, you know, want, maybe, maybe they were collaborating together on an album. You know, what a beautiful, and they've never met each other. They don't even know what they look like. They don't even know. They don't even know. I'm working with my collaborator. He lives in Prague, you know? And they're like, oh, you know, we got to meet up and there's a lot of stress. Oh, oh man. The story man. writes itself. You have to so sign a contract You have to meet up because, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, like I got to send, you know. Or we're at, we're playing live. The, yeah. The record oh, my company gosh. The wants... record company. There's a live show and you guys are going to meet and play for the, for the first okay. time. Yeah. Okay, man. Sorry. What, okay, are, what do you think? These are great. What do you well, think? Well, I feel like there's no, if we're going to do something like like realistic. That it doesn't like have to be however you want to do. Yeah, yeah. rom-coms aren't realistic. But yeah, like, that doesn't involve like 
like tech that doesn't exist oh, or like magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because I feel like there's no way for it to not have sort of like a psycho stalkery kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I see what you're saying. Because all I can think of is like, ah, uh, I feel like. Because it used to be with every one of these rom-coms, like, I guess, like, everyone's dream was to work for a magazine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Publishing. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, I'm like, publishing. Oh, they're all, gonna, they all write articles. All, but, but, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asco. Everybody wanted to move here. And, like, I, I'm a writer. I'm working on a book. Yeah. But I'm always, like, looking out the window and, like, typing on my typewriter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah but yeah, now yeah. I'm just, like, everyone's, like, a content creator. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of us. So yeah. all I can think of is, like, once upon a time, like... There was this small, like, town girl that was a big fan of this, like, handsome content creator. (laughs) (laughs) This is great, yeah. She's, you know, she's just starting to, like, create content herself. I love it. So I think it's, like, when she moves to the city, like, I think it's her creating, like, an internet personality Mm. that, like, would, I don't know, position her to be in yeah. his so- social yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, Gossip Girl had a mm. very, like, yeah. good, like, grasp on that. So it's kind of like creating your, like, online brand yep. to put yourself close to the people that you want to get close to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see her, like, the first, like, half of the movie, her, like, hustling, grinding, getting her numbers up and everything, having her get, like, sponsorship yeah. with, like, brands that he's into. Uh-huh. And then then finally she sets everything up so she can send that, like, she, like, meets a mutual friend so that when she sends her DM, like, it goes through, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like further up in the thing or whatever. And then he thinks it's all an accident, but it's all just a big scam. Whoa. <laughs> a scam or a yeah. scheme. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be something like that. I think it's it has to involve, you know, the technology that we have now and a big conversation about how, like, I don't know, people create these stories around people based on what they see on the internet that's like yeah. that's gonna the be twist, the love story the yeah. twist could be like what does the guy think of the person the real person versus what they thought they were on the internet yeah and vice know. versa like she might step into this world like the twist would probably be like she was going after like this guy but oh, really she actually she fell in love with the editor yeah, <laughs> yeah the editor the quiet like, yeah. editor who was just you know he yeah. was the one He's who was the doing the real brains yeah the sensitive guy yeah <laughs> who you could tell throughout the whole movie was kind of into her and right like, yeah, yeah. Didn't and he's, like, like... he's like helping her yeah right like he's like he believes in her work right yeah and he looks kind of sad when she's like looking see if that other guy has yeah. responded and he's just like oh my did you yeah. just come off of, come up with that off the dome that was amazing oh thank you <laughs> it's all that maladaptive daydreaming uh, yeah <laughs> Yo, all those fake scenarios those okay. fake scenarios what? yeah amazing okay one more closing question who's who's playing these people who who who, who, who casting oh in, man. in the role of in the role of hot influencer or content creator the guy or the, the guy yeah the yeah. girl and then the girl and then also the editor mm-hmm. who do you, who do you yeah. Imagining. Oh man. You know, this they is gotta be one. newbies. You're right. You have to You're right. No. Yeah, no, it could be know? Amber. Yeah. They gotta be nobodies. Yeah. Oh, well, I like well, that. Yeah. I like that. But the person who's um who's the manager of the hot in uh, his his manager? Yeah. Tom Hanks. 
Gotta oh, have, bring gotta it all have Tom Hanks. Yeah, so. yeah. Just as he have is right now. <laughs> as he is right yeah. this second. Yeah. He actually plays himself. Yes. He did yeah. play uh, Tom Parker in Elvis, so he was play- He's played a manager already. <laughs> he's already. Yeah. He, actually, guy. Tom he's Parker. Got in his resume. Yeah. 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 He actually will have the Southern accent yeah, and exactly. the suit and everything like that. Exactly. <laughs> um, I found this interesting thing. I don't know if this is current anymore, mm-hmm. but I saw. I was looking. You know, trying to find more information about you, and. For this rom-com that we're in. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, and I found something on something called Monster Cat, which mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bio, and it looks like it was written by you. And it's very it's very sweet. It was very, hi, my name is Anne. I'm a pianist who realized I wasn't the best at, <laughs> best pianist, so I sang. And I realized I wasn't the best singer, so I wrote songs. And then I realized I should produce them myself. So... There was this. There's this nice bio. First of all, I want to stop here and like, is this still relevant, or are you like sort of like over this? It's it's pretty outdated. Yeah. Um. They copied that bio from I think my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. 2018. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, Monster Cat is um a label that I wasn't signed to or anything, but. That's how I met Charlie. So oh, before okay. Charlie was Charlie, he was Dumu and he was making like dubstep, like hard electronic music. Mm. And I was writing and singing like the top line vocal melody and lyrics and stuff. Oh, okay. So that's kind of how my re- my relationship with the label is through him. Okay. And, but we've had like a couple of like, we released a couple of songs together and that's kind of where honestly probably marks like the beginning of like, when I started making music as Emia. So yeah, my roots, mm-hmm. but definitely in the past. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But I did want to, I, I wanted to zone in on this one thing you say. I want to quit music all the time because I get so jaded easily. And I was like, that's mad relatable yeah. as a comedian, mm-hmm. yeah. right? As artist, whatever, yeah. you know, I just want to quit all the time and just like retreat to my fake scenarios yeah. and just like live my life out in there. Yeah. You know, do you feel like that still? Is it like, I mean, it's a grind, you yeah. know? I just wanted to kind of leave, open it up a little bit for you. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But I think over the past couple of years, I'm like, you know, I'm jaded all the time, yeah. regardless. Yeah. So it's like, I'm either going to be unhappy while I'm being an artist in certain moments, and I will also be super unhappy if I'm not making music too. Yeah. So it's like, if that's the case, like, then there's no... I, there's no like, there's no real quitting because mm. I think I would just be like twice as a, like I would be upset, like watching other people do what I want to do, and I would be that like, um, that bitter like person that quit. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I already know what kind of bad person I would be if I like didn't didn't pursue music and art, and so I think that's how I feel whenever I like run into a moment where I'm just like I gotta quit. But then I'm like, well, if you're going to quit, you're going to watch like the people that stay and you're going to be so jealous of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. And, and I think my fear of being jealous <laughs> yes. of other people is way stronger yeah. <laughs> than my frustration with the grind. I, the yes. I, I definitely agree with that. I What really drives me is seeing people who I think are mediocre doing very well. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that can't happen. That like, Not on my watch. You exactly. know, I, I, can, I can do that. You know, I should be able to do that. So And those people always will succeed. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like you just, you have to believe that. But you still get enjoyment out of like the artistic side of things. Oh, yes. I'm guessing it's everything else around it that can get really brutal, like the business side or like marketing and yeah. all that. 
Yeah, absolutely. But the art, the act of like creating something out of nothing mm -hmm. is like, is yeah. impossible to not be addicted to. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to play a little bit of your music. This is a tricky thing to talk about personally as a man, as a dude, and I'm talking about my hair. Yes, I have hair. Okay. I'm sensitive about it. I wanted to, to find a treatment for hair growth that took into account my whole body. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Hey, in a clinical study, men showed progressive improvements in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com men and entering the promo code Asian to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, promo code Asian. If that's cool. Yeah. And we can, we can, we can, we can have it. Um, I mean, we have got a couple more other questions about your music career. Absolutely. Text me in the alphabet backwards. Let's make a secret code Whatever you want to make the great escape Let me know If you need an excuse, you can blame it on me I'll be the bad guy for you So what if she wants forever? That's all the way that it has to go So baby, just blink twice If she's holding you hostage Give me a sign and I'll be When you apologize Okay, that was. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. Um, what blink twice if she's holding you hostage? I think there's something interesting here. A no caps. Second, true. There's kind of like a joke, but it's like a, you know, it's like funny, but then also it's like this heartfelt song. No, I, I love this lyric. I love this genre of. I want someone who's already in a relationship, but I 
suspect they're not totally happy Yo. and there was always something with us so is this like can this happen <laughs> yeah yeah like i love that genre talk talk to us a little bit about this blink twice if she's holding you hostage. yeah i you like encapsulated it perfectly it is like a joke but it's not yes. it's like it's the when i was writing it i wrote it like very soon like maybe a few weeks after i met this person mm -hmm. that i was like wow I, my life is going to be ruined. Like, I love this person. Whoa. Um, yeah, just like one of those things where I feel like I always know if I'm going to get along with someone or if someone's going to be my friend or if we really connect so quickly. Yeah. And I like had a feeling that that would be the case with us. And the first time we hung out, like it was from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. Whoa. I just spent the whole day yeah. like, meeting my best friend and I. I, you know, I knew the situation. I was just like, you know, I guess, I guess this is just life. And when I started writing the song, it was just like a, <laughs> how funny would it be if like you were absolutely miserable and you needed me to like save you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I, this person was also in the music industry as well. And oh. when, you know, as we became like close, like I would, you know, show them the songs I was working on and everything. And there's always a part of me that's like, Wait, did you show them this one? No, I never showed them. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> well, I want to send up this podcast. Oh. Like, I mean, the story is, I don't know if I can tell you the whole story. You don't but got to, but I mean, yes, you do. Yeah. Well, it's kind of juicy already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. I'll, I'll give the, the general, I'm like, what's the, what's the PR friendly way of telling a story? Uh -huh. Basically... I wrote that before knowing really anything about like this person's like relationship situation. So yeah. you were doing so a fake scenario in your mind. It was mind. just a You're fake scenario. scenario. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. oh, mm -hmm. hey, it'd be so nice. Maybe I'm a princess. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe a princess. Maybe yeah. I'm a bodyguard. Maybe we fall in love. Yeah. yeah, literally, it was it was just that. And in my head, I'm like, I probably won't ever play it for him. Mm. Um, but maybe I would just like in a playlist of like, oh, these are just some random some, songs. Some songs <laughs> that have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> and over the course of uh, like our time together mm -hmm. in like a year and a half um just like shit just went down um everything that i was like oh wouldn't it be crazy if this was like the situation in your relationship came true whoa you manifested and, i guess wow. and it was this thing where it got to a point where everything was very like like wholesome and innocent mm -hmm. until like i started hearing from him like one-on-one -on -one, his like problems in his oh, relationship that's... and it always came with this like are you are you trying to tell me something yeah like and this was like this at, at this point when i started hearing about this this was like like months and months after i wrote this song like wow. it wasn't even like yeah, it yeah. was like it wasn't even because of that but i was just like are you trying to say that you're unhappy and um, yeah, eventually that became like the big conversation. And it always came with that caveat with like, and what's happening here? Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, well, basically there was a conversation that we had and he did admit his feelings for me. <gasps> wow. And rom -com. Rom -com. I know. And at that moment, I remember just thinking, is this like is this it is the plot of my yeah. song like coming true yeah. and unfortunately for a lot of reasons um we 
it it didn't work out. Sure. The hap- there's no happy ending yeah. to this story. And I ended up having to be the person that was like, like, I cannot be your friend anymore. Wow. Like, this is how I feel about you. You know that. Yeah. Which is why you're always calling me. And like, you know, you are using that, mm. you know, and without like making like a real decision about sure. what you want to do. Yeah. So it pains me to be like this person that I, you know, desperately wanted, would do anything to like spend time with, be like, we are not speaking anymore. Dang. And I let this person go. They're still with their partner. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And um, it's been it's been a good amount of time. I definitely, there was immediately after that happened, I was like, I'm releasing the song this week. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make sure out. everyone knows yeah. what I, what you put me through. But, you know, this is a real person um, that, you know, I can't help but think. I'm releasing this song on the 18th and, you know, we haven't spoken in a year and I, you know, just still, like, while I'm like, this is my art, I'm going to be as honest as possible about my experience, my stories. It's about me. Mm-hmm. Um, still wanting to be respectful of this, like, real human being that, yeah. like, if I'm being honest, like, I, like, will always have, like, some sort of, like, feelings for. Of course. So, yeah, that's kind of it. And part of me was, like, <laughs> like the, the easiest way for me to, like, really tell this story is only in this, like, kind of jokey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah like tone but it is like yeah it's it really is just like a real song about like desperately wanting someone you can't have do you, okay so is the rom-com over or are we in the middle of it you know because it's like more of an indie movie do you feel yeah, yeah it is, the ending. is do, you, do you hope do you secretly hope that like this song comes out and something happens here? you know it's funny because before this song came out i did release a different song as like a featured artist for another artist project that was very also clearly about him as well wow. and i didn't expect because it was kind of a little bit more low-key and i did get a message from him <gasps> saying just hey it's a really good song mm. and mm. at that point i was just like i'm not really sure what to do with this mm. because I consider being like, oh, thank you very much. But I also am like, it's hard because like me responding is also me wanting to open up like, you know, the rapport again. And I ended up never responding. (gasps) And I and I don't really know. I don't really know what that says, what how what that communicated to him. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wasn't ready to have a conversation yet and yeah the just time has passed in my head i'm always like oh i should just say something and i never did um they used to live in new york they don't anymore mm. and yeah there is a part of me that's like maybe maybe the ship has sailed i'm trying not to release the song with this yeah, some, with, just, right. with imagining their yeah. reaction good or bad sure yeah. yeah 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 um and i think i wouldn't be releasing it unless i did feel kind of stable in that sense but i'm still i think that they probably will hear will hear it at some point in right. their life sure so i'm like even now i'm just like all right, what if they hear this? Like, what what should I, how, how do I say this so that I'm being honest about what happened, but also like, you know, I want to be respectful too. Wow. Ben, aren't you glad you're not 25 anymore? Yeah. So crazy. 26. 26. <laughs> Man, just, wow. Just like but, me living through your, you telling it 
a year later, my heart is just like bouncing really? back up and sure. down and left it and right, man. Back. You used to know what the fuck's happening, bro. It's, oh my gosh. It's awful. And even me <laughs> telling this story, because I, I always think, at least recently, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so healed and I'm no. <laughs> I'm way well, past oh, it. And look how articulately I'm like talking about it. But yeah. um, yeah, it's real. And every moment that, you know, I, I think about the song, I mean, this very elaborate music video for the song too. Um, I am like just put in the place again, and, sure. and I keep thinking about like, what is there anything I could have done? Um, was it always out of my control from the beginning? And Yo. how do I like? Yeah, what do I if and if we ever cross paths again? Yep. What is the tone gonna be like? Yeah. Well, here's the rom com scenario. Go. You are somewhere playing this live. You're famous, and you see sure. yes. you see him in the audience. Yep, listening, watching. He looks and, terrible. Okay, <laughs> but you absolutely you, destroyed. You guys you know? are locking eyes. Like yeah, that, that is the rom com moment. That's the rom com. Afterwards, that's, I feel that's like yeah, that's like the end of uh, what is it called? Uh, what's that? Ryan Gosling. You know, oh, La La Land? Yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just But you don't even talk. You yeah, just like, yeah, you yeah. Just, just share the moment. Wow. Right. You know? <laughs> totally. That's horrible. some good shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> his, his eyes are really shiny. He just kind of nods. Just nods. What could have been? <laughs> you know? That's the most beautiful stories, I feel. Yeah. is like, what could have been? Those yeah, are yeah. like the- Totally. The, but they're so pregnant with meaning mm. and fake scenarios. Yeah. You know, what could have happened? That's yeah. like the- because like the you know usually what happens is it's either very messy or it's usually very mundane. Yeah, you know it's like oh, nothing happened or yeah. or whatever. But like you know what could happen? Mm-hmm. Whoa, says so much. Yo, we're yeah. writing songs for you right here. Yeah, I want ten percent royalties, <laughs> and all the songs must have punctuation. That's oh. one rule. Of, no, okay. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, but that was good. That was, yeah. that was amazing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good luck on your music. I mean, that was that's a deep reservoir that I have not felt in a long time. Yeah, yeah that's I tough. have. I mean, my feelings are like now, you know, with my family, you know. So it's like that's <laughs> it's like another reservoir. It's like I left the I left the makeout reservoir, and now I'm at the Whole Foods reservoir. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah you know, yeah. it's like a whole other thing of like of, but it's like pulling from a different like part of my amygdala brain. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like another thing. It's still there. You know, it's somewhere. there. But it's hard to write a song about like my newborn son that's like going to feel like it's going to, ri- you know, <laughs> maybe if you put a bang and beat in the back of it and I'm like, oh, mm, yeah, well, my boy, <laughs> how many iterations of that song do you think you went through before you kind of will it down to past the raw emotion and more into like yeah, a palatable kind of like, oh, now it's kind of clever and cute. But like, I imagine right away you could have written down things that are just like, ooh, this is a little too uh, direct. This is a little too on the nose. This is maybe yeah. not fun to listen to, but. Yeah, good point. I totally, I totally feel that because I feel very particular about like pop songwriting in the sense where like it, it has to be relatable and mm-hmm. it has to be conversational. But yeah. I remember having this teacher that was like, you never, you want people to like step into your home and feel like they're in a home, but they, you don't want them to see your like dirty underwear. And oh. I feel like sometimes with pop songs, it, you, it's easy to get into the dirty underwear like area mm. because people are just like saying like really real things, which yeah. is like, there is a space for that. Yeah. But it, it actually, for whatever reason, makes it less effective. Like there's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a good thing. So there was like a time when I was writing the song that there were like a couple lines here and there. But I think because 
I wrote it kind of in piecemeal. I've always mm. like, I think blink twice if she's holding you hostage was a phrase that I knew that I wanted to put yeah. for something. Yep. And um, like the first line that I like wrote, I think like, yeah, after like our first meeting was text me the alphabet backwards. Like thinking about, literally thinking about a, th- a fake scenario of, okay, what if I do like, play him this song and it's really just an instruction manual of like how <laughs> he can he can safely communicate with me that oh, he's wow. unhappy oh, like I wow. think part of me was like oh I'll play him the song <gasps> and then a week later he texts me CPA yeah, 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 yeah. and I know it's like that, it's, that it's on yeah. <laughs> like yeah, putting little little clues in my songs which fucking Da Vinci Code up in here of, of love friend. kind of yeah I think a lot of my um like love-ish songs uh-huh. there's a lot of like s- like little hints like every song i write almost every song i write is is directly to a person mm. so wow. whoever that person is supposed to be like there is something like specifically for them and nobody else wow. and absolutely that first line i'm in my head i'm like oh man we'll play my little dropbox file and um, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna have like a good how to i had to tell me that he's in love with me too Whoa. <laughs> unreal wow okay well uh i don't know what to root for <laughs> other than I hope you get a lot of streams on it. Um, what's yeah. the what's the name of the project again and how can people find it and all that stuff? Um, so I'm Emia, spelled E-M-I-A and the song um, that'll be released on Friday, November 18th is called Blink Twice If She's Holding You Hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you follow me on at this is Emia for Instagram and TikTok, um, I am scheming away. Like I have... <laughs> Like yeah, just like a lot of little quips about me telling the story in, in different in different ways. But yeah, that's that's what what it's gonna be. There's gonna be the songs dropping and the music videos dropping. Amazing on the same day. Yo, so. I can't wait to see this music video. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see this music video. <laughs> I I can't wait for you know who to see yes. this music video. Hmm. Uh, mm. I don't know. Mm. Remember, if this is about you, there are instructions in lyrics. So just what follow if, them. It would, wouldn't it be great if there was like 20 people listening to this and, and going, oh my God, this about- is about me. And you're <laughs> oh getting mad God. DMs, just like mad. Like, oh my God, I didn't know you felt this way about me. <laughs> okay. We were I in third that. grade together. I love that. To be fair, I remember like, like tweeting something totally crazy that I was just like, I'm going to call this person and like tell them that I still love them that we should meet at the top of the Empire State Building before they move. And then I had to retweet my own tweet and be like, there are three, actually three people that I think might think this is about them. (laughs) Only one of them is right. So the other two, it's not Sorry, Breaking hearts. (laughs) I'm just imagining these two other people at the top of the Empire State Building. (laughs) Are you here? Are you here for Anne too? Oh, fuck. No. And then they fight each other. Yeah, they're fighting. Yeah. (laughs) And then one of them is a princess and the other one becomes the bodyguard. Okay. Uh, Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Um, Can't wait to, to check you out. Do you do live shows? I do. Not soon. Okay. But I will. Okay. Well, 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 uh, check out Emia um, and check out their music and, and their work. And it's, if you, if you want to feel anything like I just did, me and Ben, Mm. some, we're exillennials. And we don't feel nothing. Yeah. The only thing we feel is knee pain. Okay. <laughs> and so and now, ankle pain. And ankle pain. Yeah. And so you made us feel something and that wasn't near ankle pain. So we appreciate that. Um, you can always follow the podcast at Asian Not Asian Pod. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. 
And I'm at Seoul Korea, S-O-U-L Korea. Uh, once again, come check out Hack City. That's on uh, uh, November 17th or December 9th. Um, it's a stand-up show and you can come check us out and it'll be a great time. Um, thank you again, uh, Anne slash Amya. And um, everybody, Whoop. stay in those fields, everybody. Absolutely. Bye. Stay. Bye. 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 <laughs>